I'm here. I, just a minute. Let me climb up out of the chasm here. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Chris. How are you? So, I was doing some rock climbing in my mind. title in there somewhere. <laughs> I, think we, I think we will. Uh, trademark, Alex and Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and this kind of goes out to uh, anyone who's listening who suffers from allergies. Uh, the, the way it, it gets me is it, uh, when the pollen starts going crazy, it seems to, whether I take medication for it or not, it seems to the metaphor I always use is it seeps into my blood. Oh, <laughs> At least that's how it feels and slows my blood down. And it drains my physical energy, but it also drains my, you know, my natural defenses as far as uh, listening to the editor. You know, that editor on your shoulder that's always saying, "You suck. That sucks. What are you? What are you writing for?" Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me let me stop you right. Go. So, you know, it, it not only saps your physical strength, but it also your your defenses, your defenses against, say, for example, that editor that sits on your shoulder that says, you know, you stuck, that sucks. How dare you even think you can write, you know? Well, so, you got one of those too? <laughs> uh, I think we all have them. And figuring out how to deal with them is you know one of the parts that of the journey of a, a creative right yeah absolutely um, and in the spring my my defenses the way i deal with that editor are, are stripped away as part of this um attack of the pollen you know um so i i went into the darkness that's the nickname for it and uh it, it's very much like depression and you know that when you when you can see no uh, positive or no reason for your uh, creativity to exist, it messes with your reason to exist. Wait a minute. Are you saying that even though you've accomplished what you've accomplished over the years, including teaching, creative writing, and so forth? you still can go into this, as you coin it, this dark place, the darkness. Yeah, and I think that's why it's worth talking about, because I think a lot of people do. You mm. know, um, when the, when the uh, spring weakens me and I don't have the, the natural energy to uh, dismiss that voice, well, then that voice, you know, he has a party and brings friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, 
Sister so Doubt, just, yeah. It's just an onslaught of doubt and derision. And, um, I mean, I came close to pulling every one of my uh, works that are published um, off the market. Oh, my. Oh, jeez, man. That's how convinced I became of my, uh, of the lack of quality, despite, you know, I mean, I don't have hundreds of reviews. But, you know, between the, the books, I have, you know, dozens and dozens at least. You, you know? have and, reviews, uh, you have a couple of awards, you know, yeah, you yeah, run yeah. it through editors before you even put it out on the market. Yeah, but I would, and I, I would describe, or I would argue that many artists uh, go through this cycle mm. at some point, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, my solutions uh, have been two things. I turn around and confront the editor and I say, okay, what exactly are your problems? And I know this sounds insane, but, you know, we're speaking in metaphors here, right? Mm -hmm. but, you know, so I think I'm a believer in serendipity and maybe fate. And I got a, I'm an affiliate member or, you know, uh, you know, peon in the corner member of uh, History Writers of America, um, and they send an email offering a mentorship program. So I said to the other, all right, once and for all, we're going to put one of these works that I have published in front of one of these experienced, so-called legitimately published uh, writer editors to get frank feedback. Mm-hmm. And we'll see, once that happens, what the next proper step is. And if it's a situation where, wow, this is, I can see the quality here, uh, we should probably make you president of the Mystery Writers of America, well, <laughs> that'll be a surprise to everybody. <laughs> but what I expect is uh, a frank discussion of the flaws, and steps to go forward. And I'm willing to rewrite every one of the pu uh, publications I have to um, improve that quality. And, and there's a slight possibility that you might make a business arrangement with the, the person who's assigned to you and go through it. And if so, that's the arrangement I will do. Or um, I will... Uh, hire someone else. Yeah, I would have hired someone else before, but there are so many people out there that just come across as hustlers. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm interested in getting a recommendation, hopefully from this guy, if he's, you know, guy or girl, whoever get assigned to, um, either himself or herself, or, oh, if you really want to go forward, this is someone you can rely on. And then we're going to, you know, We'll go through, and I'll do the work that it takes to shut that editor down on these works once and for all. So that's a major change in my life. Um, I also am, uh, I'll be going for my third year in a row to the third Rutgers Writers Conference. It's a very good, uh, it's quiet but growing, and it's, um, uh, they bring in some strong uh, writers to come in. Uh, I saw Dennis Lehane, one of my writing heroes, mm. there. 
um, a few other people, and it's interesting. Um, I think uh, you have to go in knowing who the people are that you're listening to. I think you have to do that with every conference. But, what you target, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but you specifically focus on who's going to be there and who are the people you specifically would like to have some sort of dialogue well, with or, or, or have them critique your work? Well, look at, you know, yeah, I, I have one agent I'm going to speak with, and I selected her uh, specifically because uh, what she wrote sounded uh, similar to uh, my career thus far. Ah, so uh, um, so yeah, she does similar that, material but, or genre. Yeah, but ah. I, I, when you go to cons, you have to be careful because, I mean, sometimes people speak of the moment, you know? One of the reasons I'm self-published as much as I am is because we were told you had to do that to build a resume so that people would take you seriously. And then, this, the, now what was it, Five Sisters left now? You know, the big publishers, they won't touch any previously published stuff. They won't... Uh, you know, they won't take you seriously if you publish with, you know, independently as opposed to uh, uh, with them. Unless you've sold, outsold them, and then they want you. Well, why would you want to go with them if you've already done a better job than they did? Especially if you have to give up a percentage of your income generating yeah, yeah. capability. So I think yeah. they should really adjust and say, well, let's see what potential they have and where we can take them from where he is now. I mean, every book that I've written, I think my writing has improved. So I think I have quite the apprenticeship, if, if nothing else. Uh, but I didn't, I wasn't able to think about that even five days ago. I would say, wow, I'm stuck and I should just burn everything. Um, and that's my second bit of advice. You know, one, take solid steps to confront your editor. And two, if you can't do that, if you're not strong enough to do that, then feed, feed your muse, right? Uh, you know, take walks listening to podcasts like the one we're going to share or uh, some music that you love. Uh, read either new material or um, a favorite author. Reread a favorite author, you know. Um, feed, watch a, uh, a new movie or watch, you know, a movie like Endgame. Go five times if you have to. That's what I did. Yeah. I was... I was in the dark. I was in the, the, the darkness the entire time, and each time it helped me take a couple of steps forward to wanting to be involved in sharing that kind of creativity. You so know, the, there are ways out. So the and, yeah, the marveling to a few people, right? Huh? The marveling, no pun intended, at the work, the storytelling work done in that particular film, helped what motivate, inspire, encourage. I mean, were you in triage here, creative triage, and these were the doctors? Well, I mean, you could go that way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I knew I knew where I was. I didn't get blindsided. It, it, it's hit me in one form or the other every year. And, you know, I, I had, when I was 10 or 12, I didn't understand what it was, but I do now. Mm. And when I was in high school, every spring, some teacher would accuse me of being on drugs. That's how, how starkly my demeanor changes. Wow. Um, and in, by the time I was in college, I had learned how to self-advocate. So in the spring semester, I would go up to every professor after the first class, introduce myself, and I said, this is, uh, just so you know, in the spring, I will come in 
really tired or really kind of out of it. And you will think I'm on drugs. And it's not. It's just the effect that the allergies have on me when it's high pollen days. And I said, I wanted to let you know out of respect early so that we don't have to go through that dance. Yeah. Explanation after the fact. And it's easier to doubt it. And that really, really helps. So learning how to be a self-advocate. And uh, I hope that mentioning it now might be for those who have been going through it you know sometimes you, there's power in numbers there's strength in numbers right so I hear you. you're not out there alone there are ways to combat it you know uh but what have you been up to <laughs> <laughs> while i was in the darkness <laughs> uh, well, you, you know it's, it, it's funny captain because um and for those of you who've been listening to the show longer than two or three magnificent episodes uh, Chris and I have talked about our friendship, and we've known each other for well over 30 years, and we've been through a lot together, you know, tried to be there for each other through some really difficult times. And without making this story about me fully at this moment, I'll say that through one of my darkest times uh, about two years ago, uh, Chris was, was definitely a trail buddy, and, uh, you know, I talked triage. He, he was there. He was there. You know, I was, I was a Lone Ranger, and he was Tonto for that brief moment, removing the bullets and, and, and taking care of me out in the wilderness there. Uh, and, um, and you were you kept checking in on me this time, and I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what, I mean, as friends, that's what we do. As, well, as you creatives. Know, you know times when I've kind of checked out of the kids' Comic-Con, <laughs> You know, and I, it sounded like I was going to be involved, and then I wasn't. Those were those were times when I was in the darkness. And and, and just to bring it up, you, the, there was a time when you didn't talk about it. You yeah, know, like, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm thinking in different ways that yeah. maybe sharing is uh, is helpful for others and service to others. I think is needed now more than ever. You know, you have to do. Good things. Martina and I saw Eddie Izzard at the Beacon Theater in New York City, and he was talking about the craziness over in Europe and the craziness over here. And uh, you know, his, his final thesis is that you know, I'm part of what I'm doing here in this show is trying to create some positivity with some of the jokes and all that sort of stuff and some of the observations, but encourage you to do the positive as well. And if you do it and I do it and everybody does it, you know. Things yeah. can be, yeah. the name of the show is Wunderbar, and he says things can be more Wunderbar. <laughs> Wunderbar, and, uh, yes, German, you know, yes, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, he says that because he said he went for a German word because, because with Brexit and all that stuff and all the elections going on in Europe, it seems like uh, uh, Europeans are going, hmm, <laughs> let's go back to around 1939. How about government back then? That worked out pretty well, didn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. History, and, uh, history is something else, boy. When you yeah. t- take a moment to yeah. look at it, so I, I will tell to, you that you what know, I've been got up back to the positive to, to help others, and I'm hoping bringing this up might help at least one or two people out there. Huh. But we have been talking about you. Yeah, well, we were we were starting Thank to you anyway. For helping me the last couple of weeks, but what have you been up to? Well, I've I've been up to a few things. Um, one is uh, last weekend. Uh, that was the weekend of the 18th, uh, 19th. I was at, in Philadelphia at the East Coast Black Age of Comics convention, which I've gone to pretty much. I'd say two thirds of their their sixteen years or eighteen years rather in existence, 
And I was there having a great time, not only with some of the comic professionals and fans, but I was also able to introduce uh, a challenge that I've had for some years. Um, as you know, I created Blackjack, folks, and uh, the African-American Soldier of Fortune in the 1930s, and I've been doing that for over 20-some-odd years. Uh, between what I started, uh, and, and even Chris was there when I started, but between the comics, the graphic novels that we've done, you know, uh, in various positions, and then Chris uh, writing or co-writing with me some of the uh, anthologies and short stories that we've done with the character. There's been a character in that mix that I've never been able to completely bring forward into the spotlight the way I wanted to, and that was Aaron's sister, uh, Mary. And I've promised myself for years that I was going to do this for, you know, a, a, a couple of reasons. One, as a storyteller, I really enjoyed the character. I put her in his life, you know, at the very, very beginning of the project back in, you know, 1990s, uh, because I saw her as an integral part of who he is and what was going to happen to him and vice versa. But in doing a lot of the Blackjack stories, I could like flash on her here and there, but she was not roaming the globe with him having all these adventures constantly. And so sometimes it was just a reference or some images and some thoughts, and then that was it. But I wanted to do her own stories. And I found a lot of resistance. Uh, there was resistance, you know, in terms of, well, you know, female hero. I'm thinking, well, what's the problem? I was raised by strong women. You know, I know there's strong women. There was strong women in a lot of the fiction that I've read. Why can't I get this out there? So there was some pushback from some of the people that I was going to to try and help advocate for the project from a marketing standpoint, and I would put it off, and I'd say, okay, well, maybe maybe later, maybe. And I finally realized that after all these years, you know, I'm tired of waiting for the approval. I felt she was integral to the stories I wanted to tell. I had written several, uh, even a couple, of, you know, a few years back that had been sitting on the shelf waiting, going, hello, uh, you know, what's up, right? So... I finally committed to myself that this year, in the month of May, I would release a collection of stories about her in a book. And so last weekend, I uh, began promoting it uh, because it's a little bit of a quiet, quiet push, you know, a little quiet release. What do they call this? A soft, uh, soft release or soft debut. And so I've been doing that because uh, she's she's jumping out uh, at the end of this month, the thirtieth. She's she's out there on Thursday. Um, and as I said, a bit of a quiet push, but there we go. And I'm excited. I'm really excited about what I've done with her. I think, like you were talking earlier about improving your works and everything, I see what I can do to make this even better, and I'm trying to work on some of that now, but I'm going to continue to work on it even after the release. But I'm also really excited about some of the other stories that, you know, that have come to me for her, and I've made notes like crazy. And I, this has been a real rush over the past week or two, really committing to something I believe in, really committing to getting this book out about her, really committing and, and therefore opening up to some additional story ideas that I didn't even know I had at this time and, and writing those notes down. It's just really been very exhilarating. And because of that, um, it's, it's sort of connected to two other positive things that are happening for me. One is um, in June, uh, a book is being released that I did not publish. <laughs> this, is, this is coming out through another publisher uh, and, and a mainstream. And it's called The Black Panther Psychology. Uh, it's one of a series of books uh, 
about different comic book characters, iconic characters, and the psychology behind them, you know, uh, the psychology behind their, their own particular personalities, their influences on the public and fan base. So there's, there's been Daredevil, there's been Wonder Woman, there's been a number of them. I was brought in to co-edit and to write a few pieces for this particular uh, publication. Uh, the lead editor is a man named Travis Langley. So Travis and I got to work together with uh, a couple of other creatives, as well as some psychologists, and there's some really wonderful essays and interviews and things there. I interviewed uh, the actor who was one of the first voiceover actors for um, the Black Panther animation series. Not, that, not the one that was done uh, by the Hudlins, but uh, some animated stories of his that were done even earlier. So it's really been a great project to work on for several months since sometime last year. But I'm really excited. That's coming out. I plan to be at San Diego. I was invited to be on a panel there. So that's come up in over the past few weeks. And, and a panel about the Black Panther book? Yep, that's right. panel about the Black Panther psychology book uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, which will be, uh, the, the I think it's, a, it's the 18th, 19th, and 20th and 21st. So it's Thursday through Sunday in July. So the 18th through the 20, uh, 20th uh, in July. And that's, that's exciting. Uh, and then last but not least, because of some of these things that have been happening and this interview that we're going to play in a little while from a, a different podcast, which I'll talk about uh -huh. in a moment. Because of podcasters. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're, we're a legion unto ourselves here, you know. Um, because of some of the remarks from the conventions and these books coming out, the podcast interview, you know, I've been feeling really good about the work that I've done, you've done, we've done in terms of trying to reach out and help other creatives, you know, whether they're the students I've worked with in the schools or you've worked with in schools or the different people we've worked with to help them do their books and stories. And I decided that I wanted to take that to another level. So I'm actually going to be doing a series of, um, it's a small, but a series of summer webinars uh, to help people with their creative projects. And the first one's going to be the uh, end of this coming week as well. So that's another thing that I've been working on. There's, there's a few other things, but that's that's pretty exciting for me. So we'll we'll put links to some of this stuff or references to some of this stuff in the captions and comments sections of of this podcast. But I just want to say that's 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 what I've been up to. And that's once again Alex Simmons, Force of Nature. <laughs> and, and you can really see Alex Simmons. Force of Nature, in the holiday treat we have for you today. <laughs> um, uh, Alex sent me uh, the link to uh, Lean Into Art, yep. hosted by Jersey and Rob, and uh, it was it's a YouTube show, YouTube cast, and uh, podcast combined. Um, this is just this past Thursday, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, and they were interviewing Alex Simmons, and it's a great interview for a couple of reasons. If you're listening, if you if you're radio listeners, you you know when Alex Simmons starts doing the full Alex Simmons. Oh, when he geez. goes full Alex Simmons, <laughs> that's when things are really cooking on Tell the Damn Story. Well, he goes full Alex Simmons here uh, with Jersey and Rob. And it's just fantastic to watch them just knocked out <laughs> by the casual 
diving deep into philosophy that is everyday Alex Simmons. And I've been dealing with it for 30 years, and it's just so much fun to see someone, you know, these two guys um, wonder at it and appreciate it and and kind of encourage it more and more and really have a good time with it. Um, one of the things that uh, occurred to me that you're going to get to enjoy is that Alex Simmons does not answer questions with a sentence. He answers it with an essay. And, and you're going to really get to enjoy the full Alex Simmons um, this Memorial Day weekend. And it, it's great that we have an extra day because you can you can watch this in parts so you can luxuriate. It's supposed to be a thunderstorm tonight. So um, that might be a great time, you know, to... to uh, just sit back and, and really have a good time. with Lean into art, as uh, I subscribed immediately. Uh, I encourage you as well. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a cousin to what we do. I'd love to get the four of us together sometime. Um, and, uh, and all three of us can watch Alex. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, Jersey... I met Jersey, um, and he'll mention it in, in the in the episode. I met Jersey back around 2010, so that's about nine years ago, uh, through an event I was doing at the Miami Book Fair International uh, with Kids Comic Con. I, I, we'd been invited to go down there and and head up uh, the, uh, a three day weekend event of theirs with our activities for kids and comics. And Jersey was, you know, was a cool guy. We got to talk a bit. He's an illustrator. He's a writer. Uh, he's a, and just a really good person. And over the years, between Jersey and another gentleman named uh, Dan Mishkin, uh, they created uh, their own kids' event out there in the Detroit area called Kids Read Comics. And they're, you know, you're right. They're like, you know, I don't want to kissing cousins, hugging cousins, whatever is your preference. <laughs> you know, they. <laughs> Jersey and Rob are gonna be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they are because we're we're very much on the same page about creativity about the arts about children and and you know validating or encouraging and supporting their imagination and their wonder and discovery we're all there we're all in that town and so you know over the years we we've we've talked back and forth but then recently he invited me to to um be on on their show and that was when you know that was when I got full effect of Jersey and Rob in terms of where they are as creatives and what they're trying to do with their show. And they've been on, they're, they're up to their, like their 272nd or 271st episode. So yeah. we got to do some catch up, brother. You know? they, they've but, been doing some work. Man. Yeah, they have been uh, consistently. We got to find out how often they, they, they uh, go, go live with their material. Because if they're going once a week and they did all that stuff. Yeah, man, they're, they're, and, and there's Theirs is both um, YouTube and audio, so you can you can get. We're going to put the link for their YouTube experience, so that folks can actually see them do this. Uh, we'll put the link into our show, and I'll also find a link for their audio, and that way, in case people don't have the time or are not in a position where they can watch this, they can then listen to it. But yeah, either I want to uh, I want to hit them with some tech questions. They have a good, very enjoyable sound, very enjoyable visual. Uh, 
I think we can learn some stuff as well as have a great conversation. With Absolutely. Us. Absolutely. And I, I second that emotion about wanting to uh, do a, uh, uh, get the four of us on a, on a podcast together because there was a lot of stuff because they were interviewing me. Uh, there, right. was a, there was a lot of dialogue that we had prior to recording about things that they were into and what they were up against and all that. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of material there for, as we've all said, they said, and you and I have said, you know, we're trying to reach out and share what we've been through, what we've learned, what we're still struggling with to create a community, a more supportive community for the writers and creatives out there. I would love to talk to them about, you know, techniques for, for getting the work done, for ins- how they uh, feed their, their inspiration and how they, feed the muse. Uh, you know, work ethics, uh, processes, um, what excites them, what, you know, or even, you know, how, how do they fight the darkness, you know, how, you know, all those different things, just, you know, each each one take a turn asking a different question and everyone answers and then the next person goes that might be a lot of fun well like i said let's you know i'm certainly going to reach out to them about us all doing a podcast together so that's one but the other thing is yeah we can talk about the 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 body of it what it's what what we can do with it and what would be most beneficial to our combined listening audiences oh yeah yeah Yeah. so I, i think I think we've really uh, we've hyped the um, the episode. Um, we've made promises, and I think uh, we should deliver now. <laughs> we're ready, ready to deliver. Here's here's two guys who definitely lean into art to tell the damn story, and we hope you have a great <laughs> Memorial Day weekend and enjoy this. And please let us know in the comments because uh, this is I think this is a, a worthy treat to um, help celebrate the weekend. Absolutely. And so, as usual, Christopher, it's been wonderful. I so enjoyed hanging out with you, old boy. It's wonderful to be out of the darkness and talking <laughs> again. This is great. By the way, Chris and I have some projects we're working on, and we'll be talking to you about them over the next few weeks. So That's right. Keep your ears up. Yeah, actually, I have one coming out. Uh, uh, I said it's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks, a month or two. Um that I can't wait to talk about. Excellent, because excellent. it's a little different for both of us. Right, there you go. Tease. There's a little tease where I refuse to tell the damn story. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. See you soon. Bye, brother. Bye-bye. Peace. Take care. Hey, folks. Uh, before you go, don't forget to click on the link for Rob and Jersey's show, Lean Into Art. Get to hear them interview me, and then check out some of their other great episodes. Take care.